who and Magic Johnson, who is awesome. I right, fuck Magic Johnson. <laughs> so you wouldn't be the first. Smile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're saying it's mandatory no, that bitches like, should have to sleep with him? Okay, I I, I, I noticed <laughs> something that it was kind of like there's a whole subculture that I didn't even know about. Um, of because I was watching sex? Huh? no these these uh, these young men. That <laughs> You're were, trying to be serious, and I'm just I, yeah, funny. I know, I know. I sing you dirty, Within one minute, asked me if I like the song. It's raining men. Uh, I don't know if that was code. <laughs> I I wouldn't. All right, you know. Um, I have is, heard that. Is if that you, code? I'm pretty sure that's. I be have code. heard that. All right, we're recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. And we are definitely recording. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. So we had this uh, crazy episode that went up uh, last week, um, or this week, I guess, uh, hey, featuring hey, us live. It, no, it's not an episode. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it was a special, special edition. A bonus. Um, but what, what did you think of that audio? I don't know if you listened to it all the way through. Um, there were a lot of bleeps. Uh, <laughs> you know, there was a... You know, I listen to it and I enjoy it, but I don't know how much anybody else is going to yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, I think that like, was kind of one of those things. I'm like, I don't know who's going to laugh at this, but I was dying in my car. I was crying. I like, I had the tear coming out as we just kept butchering Jimmy. And well, butchering this, Jimmy is a universal thing, and everyone can enjoy that. I but think some of so. the stuff we talk about, you know, it's like, okay, you don't have to know Jimmy to hate him. It's awesome. So, <laughs> hate strong word, <laughs> but I I was sitting there. I'm like, I I don't know if we should ever do this again because. Uh, I don't know how many people found enjoyment out of it. I haven't yeah. got any feedback, but I, I saw the amount of people that saw the post, and it was over 200, which right. made it our at least most viewed post. Well, which yeah. says a lot. Has so. Jimmy's girlfriend heard it yet? Do we know? <laughs> I don't think Jimmy's going to talk to me for at least another month. I don't know if she's going to want to meet me after. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the uh yeah the uh just give you a quick analysis of that episode everybody that's listening to it that was actually uh the what went up was 61 minutes and it was tapered down from i think the uh, the minute count was 2 hours and 30 minutes of audio now i'd say about 30 of that was bullshit uh just like dead space that i that i got rid of yeah. and the other stuff was jokes that we couldn't say so that actually leads into a post we got this morning from a <clears throat> listener Christy J, yeah, and she was uh, she was asking what what constitute a, is a bleep, and you were actually very nice in your answer. But I'm going to actually tell you the truth, uh, Christy. He was lying to you. Luke said that you know we edit based on um, you know criteria or names uh, of people that don't want to be associated with a story, or if a story you know gets out of hand and people don't want to be involved in it. Was that was that the the gist of what you basically? Yeah. I mean, you know, you tell a story from someone's past and. You know, you consider the person a friend. And it's like, well, they might not want that on the internet um, <laughs> forever. Put that out. It once it's there, it's there for fucking ever. So, if you're a girl that wants to get that tramp stamp and put it up on Facebook, it's there forever, and it will never go away. But uh, Christy, the actual answer uh, 
to go against Luke's lie to you earlier. It was a lie. It was a lie. We're we're always talking about you. <laughs> so every bleep you hear, it was Christy this, Christy that. Uh, Christy is going to uh, murder. Thing. I think that's that was the gist of it, right? Christy, we've been bleeping you since episode one, and uh, actually each episode is about ten minutes longer. We cut that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, they're all about you. Some uh, random. That's all about you, so we're not gonna. We're just gonna let your imagination run wild. Yeah. Well, so. I think there was also a point about like censorship, which is I'm gonna get into because it's not like if, if people are turning to. As soon as we become a global voice, we won't censor anything. But in the meantime, <laughs> since we're fucking around, uh, yeah, we censor what we feel like because you don't want to. You know, someone to be like, "How'd you? F- I can't believe you. I thought we were my friend. How did you say that?" And, well, I I think I was worried about the censoring shit last week when we had episode eleven go up and um. We were we were talking about. Uh, oh, is that me? Are you? No, that's me. You're popular. Every every fucking baby. You what is this? Who's giving you Cubs tickets now? I hope somebody. Hey, buddy. I'm gonna vamp. Okay, can I call you back in like an hour? All right, I'll call you back. <laughs> no Cubs tickets, man. No, it was it was just something a report. I had my uh, ducks cleaned last night. Oh, nice. Um, at the restaurant. And uh, he said, I didn't feel like texting you back. The, the job is done? Yeah, they're clean. All clean? All the grease. and. So if you want a clean pizza, you can go there now. So uh, what, what the fuck were we talking about? Censoring. Oh, yeah, we were talking about uh, basically we're, we're kind of, you and me were kind of like ranking tragedies. Oh, yeah, yeah, o- yeah. Over time, like who had it fucking worse? And uh, there was one point, like after the episode was over, I asked Luke if he wanted me to censor any of that, and he's like, "Why?" And I, I the reason I asked you, and I'll put it out there, because you have a business, all right, and we see just how bad people can react to certain things we say. I mean, I got text from what I told you earlier from a guy that was uh, uh, disagreeing with me on the death penalty thing, right. which I'll get into. But I mean, like. This shit is forever, so once it gets out there, like, do we have to kind of worry about what we say? Because, yeah, it's us well, just fucking around. But I didn't say something inflammatory. No, I don't think you did either. I just had an opinion that the, and I, you know, and you you made some good comparisons that kind of made me rethink some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just I hadn't, I didn't say that, oh, slavery stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, I, that's, you know, why are you worried about that? No, I just said that I thought the... And me being like a World War II buff, too. Um, I've seen and heard and read many, many Holocaust things. So You've been I'm, watching the World Wars thing on the History Channel? Oh, it was Channel. awesome. I've seen it was uh, awesome. 30 minutes of it, and I couldn't stop watching, and then I, I realized that I had to close down the bar. So. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it'll, it'll replay it. It was, it was six, like six hours of World War One, World War II, like documentary slash like acting I like when they do stuff like that. As long as it's somewhat but accurate, like, you know, the guy who have played, a laser. Or well, the only thing that pissed me off is the guy who played young Hitler mm-hmm. was a total pussy. <laughs> I'm like, this guy would not incense an entire nation. I just slapped him around, you know? <laughs> One day I'm going to rule the world. He was such a puss. And I'm like, come on, man. You're supposed to be freaking Hitler. Toughen up a little bit. One day he'll be on Luke's baseball team. You can't have fucking, you know, throw if a can, slider if you uh, if have that kind hit, of attitude. If he can hit, get him on there. <laughs> 
So, yeah, as far as censorship goes, I mean, we will definitely watch what we say on this show to a certain degree because, obviously, you know, we both have uh, businesses, we both have families, and... um yeah, I we mean, don't we don't want to I, say anything fucking stupid that's going to haunt us for the rest of our I lives. Think, well, I think but. it's pretty fair that neither of us have viewpoints and ideals that are going or should do that. You know, once you know, we get to Duck Dynasty mm-hmm. status of the uh, maybe, <laughs> let's say we have 50 solid listeners. Once we get to, you know, the, the million plus, you know, then we might have to use no, a little bit more no. kid Then, then we've made it, we're rich, <laughs> and then I don't care what I say. I hate everybody. <laughs> oh, God. They're talking about the Duck Dynasty guy again. What the fuck for? That's hey, over. There was an article this morning. Well, he said more shit. I didn't even read what he said. <laughs> but there was an article this morning about how Duck Dynasty is the greatest gift to Democrats. And I'm like, Whatever. I read it, and the only thing I thought was, if the reality show guy dictates who you vote for, then you are a moron and shouldn't get a vote anyway. Yeah. So We've been down that road before. <laughs> I just I get a kick out of the the... Where these people it goes back to that Who that, gives that a shit about an old that Clive thing. Owen guy that that Clive, rancher, Clive. <laughs> uh, Clive Owen I don't remember his name Clive Owen was the actor that's a, <laughs> is it Clive what Clive Bundy I Clive think. Bundy Cliven uh, you know he's not a, he's not a he's not a member of the Republican Party anymore I don't oh. know if you saw that he renounced his, no his I don't political care. affiliation I don't really give a shit he's he's it's one know, guy he's backing away it's one guy that's the there's guy. idiots on all sides and well you know you're gonna point to the idiots he's on the other side he's a libertarian now I believe so. <clears throat> whatever <laughs> what did he say? whatever the fuck let me want. tell you something about the Negro I'm like oh, geez. uh you know. <laughs> I love that I get you know he gets oh you're 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 a Republican. What about that Clive Bundy guy? Well, he's a moron. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Luke's not standing up for him. What am I going to do? I don't need to stand up for him. He's got guns. All right, all right. Well, so there's your censorship talk. I'm, I hope we've answered some questions. But yes, Christy, they're all about you. Beep 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 beep. beep. You beep. I've uh, actually thought of uh, saying things that were said in that show just so you have to go in and beep stuff like random statements. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw one out here and just there. So you're like, God damn it, I gotta edit that now. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that was the longest episode I've ever had to touch. I think maybe most episodes take ten minutes tops in case there's like an audio issue. This was like three days of yeah. me just powering through yeah. it. Jimmy even fucking warned me. He says it like you're gonna have to listen to all this shit and like I should have just put it up raw and let Ugh. everyone just fucking burn. That would have been rough. <laughs> I had a few glasses of wine in me going off. So um, uh, we, we gotta we gotta introduce a new segment. I think. Uh, so did we decide on the name? Uh, we gotta we'll we'll come up with a name for it. But uh, we've had a, our our good friend Ernie Ray. We were discussing him last week, and this is a follow up to the Mister Donald Sterling story. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> apparently, he's, they're selling the Clippers for two billion dollars, right? Yeah, it's like. The, the guy that who the guy the guy that owns Windows or he Microsoft be, guy right he was one of the creators but he worked for Bill Gates and gotcha. CEO ex CEO of Microsoft. Uh, so let's let's just rewind, dude. All right, Ernie's theory. Okay. For the most part, the result is correct, but I still don't know if his actual theory of Mister Sterling re- leaking the audio himself or having one of his associates do it is correct. That's the theory. That's the main. I I got the numbers fucked up. When it comes to the cost of the team, yeah, I'll I grant a, you that. I said a billion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, and that's still maybe the value. It, yeah, but if somebody's going to pay two billion for it, that's, well, right. Yeah, I mean, so. he was bidding; it was a bid, so I don't know if it was like secret or whatnot. But 
I mean, if that idiot wants to pay $2 billion for the Clippers. Fucking just so stupid. But, I mean, the overall theory is that he did it to inflate the uh, the price of the team. So the end result, Ernie is sort of right. Ernie's kind of right. What was the phrase? Uh, Ernie may be right. That's what it Ernie was. Ernie may be right. <laughs> Uh, so now we just need the smoking gun that you know shows that he's the he's the leak. He he's planted. The leak. He planted it all along. I don't know. I mean, I you, the dude's so unpredictable. First, it's I'll sell the team. Then it's I'm giving rights to my wife. And then it's I'm not selling the team. I'll fight this. And then like the next day, the seat team sold. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, yeah, the, the, the latest I think last night was he was gonna fight it, and he's suing the NBA for one billion dollars. Well, something shit, like that this. would definitely you know sell the team for two billion, get another billion from I, the NBA. So which which still goes along with Ernie's theory. Well, the, you know, and it's a good theory in that sense that it was you know that's what happened. I don't know if he intended it, but I can't. You know, I'd like to touch like, on the fact that he is suing and why he's suing. And he was kind of right. I actually, we're just going, again, I think we always have to specify is that nobody here is agreeing with it, dude. But from when it comes to a legal standpoint, I I can't see how uh, he could lose the team based on what was said. Now, at the same time, I will say it's a private organization, the NBA, right? Sure. So I think the owners have a right to try and kick him out. But I, I just seriously can't see how they could realistically take the team away from him. So if he, yeah. If well, he gets it's not taking billion, the team. They're forcing him to sell. So it's not like he's walking away with nothing. He's, I don't see how he gets hurt with the exception of like, you know, public. Well, you know, he was also fined how much? Quarter of a million? 2.5 million. Oh, 2.5. 2.5. It's, it's the largest fine you can get. Okay. Now. There's never been a fine like that in the NBA ever. He said some inflammatory statements. <clears throat> no time did he use derogatory words also goes with ernie's theory okay in the terminology that he was saying he, he saying didn't drop his, any his words, bombs or anything like that his words were i love black people i just don't want them associated with the yeah, team something ridiculous. okay which is ridiculous since his whole lineup's black but um his <laughs> general manager i think too so. um no his coach his coach, coach sorry oh, yeah. yeah 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 but you know he had pointed out kobe bryant who and Magic Johnson, who is awesome. All right, fuck Magic Johnson. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. Smile. <laughs> uh, but Kobe Bryant had said he had called a ref a faggot. Yeah. On TV. Yeah. I, it was that was a few years back, and he wasn't got it? fined like a few thousand dollars. Uh, I, Kobe Bryant, I think, had the no suspension, the king fine. I think he got like two hundred grand or something like that. Yeah. And I, my numbers could be wrong again, but now, I think Kobe Bryant to this day had the. The highest amount of, of a fine. Yeah. Okay. And I think it was like 200 grand for so, that. But if you're, in my mind, mm -hmm. what Kobe Bryant said, forget the position of the people, put them equal. What Kobe Bryant said was a lot more inflammatory than, than what Donald Sterling said. And what was the other example was the dude in... Uh, Florida, who owns the Magic, who supports Cuban. organizations. Mark Cuban? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Sorry, I'm getting everybody confused. Uh, dude that owns, owns Orlando had, say, I guess, supports some organizations that don't support gay marriage or fight gay marriage. Mm. You know, which to me, I, I, I always that's, say. That's the Chick-fil-A You can, you can standard, pick your politics. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it shouldn't affect your business. Um, whatever, you know. Uh, but he, he pointed to some good examples. He's like, hey, if you're holding me this accountable for what I did. 
why isn't this person held accountable? Why isn't this person held accountable? Absolutely. You know, and Mark Cuban was very honest and said, hey, I, I am bigoted too. I have times where I do things that would be considered, you know, X, Y, Z. I think both of us admitted it in one of these episodes. Yeah, and I think everyone, I think yeah. everyone, you know, uh, has had their, their moments, their instances, their thought process that someone would be like, oh my God, you're <laughs> racist. You know? <laughs> or not even racist, like something just to awful or demeaning just to people in general i mean all that shit can be used against you sure so. and cuban was i you know and there were there was the people that tried to come out and be like oh cuban should be ba-. shut up um, I, shut it, up you know the going back to, to where we started like um so ernie has some sort of uh uh prophecy skills or was that, is that the right word or he he can he oh he can, developed a very a very I don't want to say off the wall, but non-conventional theory. It's a plausible theory. That's what I keep thinking. So uh, me and Luke have decided that we're going to give Ernie shit to talk about. And I think what we'll do is pre-record him, and then we can respond to Ernie's crazy fucked up theory. Yeah. And we'll do it right on the air, and that way we'll both listen to well, it. Well, he and then... answered my questions online when I said uh, Obama, Muslim, <laughs> or Kenyan. And he said Muslim, and I said douche or dick, and he said douche. Awesome. So... I want to get something along. I like the, I think the Malaysian airplane is one I definitely want to hear him go off on. He might back my theory on that, which is, oh, well, I thought I said I think it's in the bottom of the ocean, but yeah. if we're going to go conspiracy. <laughs> you got to go conspiracy. It's in some country being used as a weapon. I think I think his first three, Ernie, you if you're listening to this, uh, we'll go a uh, Malaysian airplane. We'll go, uh, you want to go really fucked up. We'll go 9-11. Okay. So let's hear what he got to say about 9-11. I'll, you know what? I would never put any... I don't even know if Ernie is a truther or anything like that. But for some reason, I just want to hear Ernie talk. So I'll leave it to that. And let's see what else. We need something good. Something juicy. Well, we'll come up with something. We All don't right. need to decide now. Well, those two. I, I like those two. So Ernie, if you're listening to this, at least start thinking of some theories right there. <laughs> All right? <clears throat> and you know what? I don't even care if you don't fucking believe them. Just come up with something stupid. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never believe 9-11 conspiracy. Give me a fucking break. So that was um, er- Ernie's or I love the, the Sandy Hook people that think Sandy Hook was fake. Oh, my. False flag is what they're calling it. And so that actually leads into our next topic. You you wrote me right away when that fucking uh, the dude in California blasted all those people that they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the latest, latest fucking tragedy in... Um, Gun violence, if you want to call it that. No, that's what it is called. Never mind. Don't. But I, I can't remember the kid's name. I don't know if you do. Um, yeah, I knew it at one point. But yeah, I, it's it's kind of hard. Or ready or I don't know. <sighs> I, I, did you uh, read anything about this this guy? Yeah. Uh, did you see that he had like a a manifesto that yeah. was insanely long? Yes. I mean, like, and he put up the YouTube videos and everything like yeah. that. So I think that's what you wanted to talk about when it came to the overall background. and In a sense, in a sense. Um, I just want to touch the political side of it. Um, you know, people are blaming guns. People are also blaming standard. he was a homosexual. Uh, I saw that. Uh, he's not a homosexual. Well, he no, they, they said he was, like him. he was a latent homosexual, and no, that Jesus. might be one of the reasons he killed people. No. Yeah. That's stupid. I um, agree. The... And I'll say the the Democrats are saying, "Oh, see, he's he guns and he's he was a Republican and 
no, he was a Democrat. He, wasn't he a came from a very liberal family. He wasn't. He, so he, he, get he, off the blaming I don't think he him. Did. His and, politics, I but don't they're think using to do it with to it. steer it politically. Of course. And if they're going to steer it politically, and what I wanted to touch on is not the act itself, but what led up to the act, and what I see as an issue with mental health in the country, which is one, people who are mentally ill are, are stigmatized in a negative way. Of course. Um, and there are people that are, you know, I, there are people that are mentally ill that are off the wall mentally ill that you're just like, you want to stay away because they freak you out. But there are, there are a lot, a lot of people that suffer through mental illness that you probably wouldn't even know that deal with things on a daily basis. And I can't even imagine waking up and my head not being, you know, my head fighting rational thought. You know what I mean? And you're dealing with it on a daily basis and you've, you're taking pills and you're seeing uh, doctors and you go through this process. And the dude obviously was mentally ill. Like we've all dealt with rejection from women and we deal with it like going, well, fuck her, let's get drunk. You know, um, but, yeah, you know. but you, you, you see his stories and the stories he's told and his, you know, I just read little blurbs from his manifesto. Oh, the dude obviously should have been treated for mental illness. I, you know, I, mean, I don't know enough about it to say he was schizophrenic or he was this or he was that, but obviously the dude did not have rational thought. And the fact that his parents sent him to college and gave him his, you know, $100,000 car that he had and all this shit. He was a well-to-do kid. And yeah. didn't address what would have made the kid probably his life happier, which was this kid is suffering through this illness. And I'm not defending the kid. He's a jack-off for fucking killing all those people. But... Don't call. You're it looking guns. at the bigger don't picture. Say, don't say that the the issue is guns because he stabbed people and he ran people over with the car. Okay, yeah. I could go out right now if I wanted to and buy a gun illegally. So you could, you know, I'm all for like, you know, people with mental illnesses. Maybe they shouldn't have guns or something of that nature. Um, but this kid obviously should have been treated, and the fact that and it. it I've seen people and heard stories of people trying to deal with getting their mental illness treated through the government, um, and it's a lot. It's a fucking process. Like, you wouldn't believe. I would give up, and it reminds me a lot of the VA hospital situation where these guys are waiting forever and filling out forms and red tape and not hearing calls back, and it, it it's a situation that I think Forget about the fucking handguns because he killed three people with a knife before he even drew a gun. So it's still a tragedy if you end it there. But address the issues that really matter, which is none of these dudes that pull these jobs, these jobs, uh, you know, the, the Sandy Hook thing and Columbine and this kid, you know, what's the, what's the, the running theme? They're mentally ill. They're bullied. And none of it is addressed. Well, let's let's uh, go back to his uh, manifesto and everything. I believe there was actually a portion in it that uh, said something like he was visited by officers prior to the uh, the events that happened. Mm -hmm. And in the manifesto, he wrote something along the lines of, "I was terrified to know that I think they know what I'm planning." 
So this was premeditated. He had this uh, he had this thing swirling around in his brain for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the access to the guns that he had and all the ammo were all obtained legally. Uh, he had over 400 rounds of ammo or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, whoever this kid was, uh, obviously he'd been sick for a while. Sure. But he also was smart enough to evade uh, the health experts because he was seeing, I think, some sort of therapist. I don't know what I, I don't want to say the wrong phrase, but he was seeing somebody, uh, a, somebody with credentials that cleared this kid and mm-hmm. thought he was not a threat. Apparently, uh, his YouTube videos were watched, but people thought he wasn't a threat. I guess when it comes down to the first part of it, like, how, how do you even go about i'm not i'm not that smart to say i know the answer to this question but how do you even go about looking at somebody like this somebody that's smart enough because let's be honest he's a smart enough kid to evade people plan uh, and figuring out what he's trying to do like how well, do you even find somebody like this well because mentally ill or not he put he's all not the like shit the other out there. kids he, he put was all, out there he put all the shit out there though yeah he okay did. he lived with his parents he had friends that said he was weird but they just said whatever okay. i know a lot of weird fuckers <laughs> okay but what i'm saying is all you put all these things together you know his parents should have known if his parents paid any attention to him you know when someone's a little bit off you know you address the situation i mean they have fucking they have kids getting suspended in school for fuck the one kid made a, a fucking gun out of a pop tart he bit it into like an l shape and then held it like a gun he got suspended from school so that because it's like Excuse a zero me, they're tolerance. Like, they're like jumping on like, yeah. like, don't threaten. I mean, seriously, if my kid fucking bit a Pop-Tart into an L shape and then held it like a gun and you suspended him, I'd be fucking going crazy. I'd be like, what the fuck? It's a fucking Pop-Tart. I guess it's just the world we live in at this point. You know? Well, right. Yeah. Okay, so if they're that hypersensitive to all that fucking bullshit, and this guy's putting YouTube videos out there, that tells me that the fucking mental health people are idiots. So somebody somebody dropped a ball on this, and I yeah. hate to use such a you know nonchalant term, but somebody like it, it. I saw clips of his video, and it's just like you, you look into his eyes, and you just like see like holy shit, you know something's off, and you get that. I know you gotta well, say hindsight's I mean, twenty twenty. Yeah, you can look at him now, and but go, yeah, like a bunch of people. Obviously, he's. I mean, like. I, you've you've probably known people in your life just as well as I have. Like, nope, not going to hang around you. Just after you hear them talk for like two minutes. Just sure. Like, yeah, they're like, ooh, got that creepy vibe. That yeah. kid gave off the creepy vibe pretty bad. And there was the dude that uh, at the, I don't remember who it was, but he was at a, a, a party after a show that was like talking to me about music. And he was like, hey, do you like the song Rain- It's Raining Men? Luke. And I stepped away. <laughs> now, you know, don't don't take this the wrong way, but I mean a little rub and tug is not the next sociopath, man. I mean I'm just saying you <laughs> asked me if I have people I didn't want to hang around. And the dude that, that his his within one minute asked me if I like the song It's Raining Men. Uh, I don't know if that was code. <laughs> I I wouldn't all right. You know, um, I have is, heard that is if that you, code. I'm pretty sure that's. I have code. heard that if you back into a spot at a forest preserve and hang a bandana out the window, <laughs> that that's code. Um, so I don't know if that was a code. I've never that's I've never been asked that. It's such a random question that made me go. Hmm. <laughs> we have to ask Bone Smuggler or Strawberry Jam Hands if that's code. <laughs> no, he's the one that told me about the the forest preserve thing. 
because well not not necessarily well uh our our mutual friend matt had uh taken his son fishing and backed into the spot and he no. they were getting their stuff out of the trunk and a guy approached him that's fucking and he awesome. was like i can't believe i didn't and then uh uh ken strawberry jam hands had said, you know, oh no, that's the code for this, and if you back in and do it, so that's where I got it. I kind of. Where do they write thing. these rules down? I don't know. Maybe it's there's like, like getting a, the secret menu at maybe In-N-Out there's, a, maybe or there's a homosexual manifesto out there. I don't know. <laughs> Hundred forty pages. I like how they long. apply this. They apply such Manif- a freaking well, cool. What, it's such a cool term to these psychos writing their thoughts down. I want that, a manifesto. I thought it was always called that. If somebody like goes on a killing spree and they kill themselves, it's the manifesto. No, because Ted Kaczynski didn't kill himself, and he's a. Did he write he, something? He wrote it. He's got him. His manifesto got him caught because his brother saw the writing similarities to uh, his brother's. He's, oh, you know, that's it. I learned something every day. But I mean, like, let's go back to this kid real quick. And uh, you were you were talking about the guns. Now, the accessibility to the to the weapons is one thing. Like, how old do you have to be to buy a gun? No idea. I, you would assume it's 18 or even 21, right? Yeah, so the kid was 21. I mean, there's no real way to monitor. I remember the term 22-year-old virgin. Oh, and like the fact that he could get access to so much, I'd imagine it wasn't stockpiled over time, but then again, it could have been. And, you know, gun regulation, which we spoke about before, is not something that, most sane people want to see termed like ban all guns, get rid of all things. I'm not one of those people and I never will be. And I'm completely anti-gun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I, dude, if you want to own a gun and put it in your house, that's cool. But, you know, there has to be some sort of... And you said he stabbed a bunch of people, but he also blasted away seven people in a, a fair amount of time that would... You know, if he had a knife and he was chasing people down, you'd imagine the kill count wouldn't be nearly as high. Who who can tell? All right, but you guns are quick and they're deadly, and that's well, what they do. Our cars, yeah. So you're know, you yeah. people over. <laughs> well, you got to have the straight line of sight for that. At least gun, you can spray randomly and you can still hit something. I but, I challenge you. It's easier to hit somebody with a car than a gun. I will have you ever shot a handgun? I, I have never shot a handgun. I've I, shot a air rifle one. Time. I have shot a handgun. And I watched a Vietnam veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, we smoked a groundhog that was digging under his property that was causing problems. Okay. Smoked it out, came out of the hole, and he stood over it about, you know, basically straddled the thing and trying to shoot it with a handgun and missed it six times. Jesus. Now, is he a bad shot? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes on that one. <laughs> um, but also, they're tough. I fired it and tried to hit, and they're um, not, it's not easy to hit something with a handgun. I, I'm, I'm not going to discount the fact that it is very difficult to shoot something. My, I, I think what I'm trying to get at is how did he get so much ammo and so, I don't know how many weapons he actually had on him, but he had these things on him. Well, who and cares? He, he had 400 he, rounds. He yeah, didn't use 400 rounds. He's a 21-year-old kid. He got about 10 rounds and caused the same amount of damage. You could have, but obviously this kid had a he had a, an idea of what he was doing, and do you have to leave the owner? Like, okay, let's go to well, Dram Shop. Well, ammo is expensive, too. If you could get my, the fucking money to buy his fucking parents, you know, giving him a 
fucking gold card or whatever. I I, th- I think it, when it comes down to it, I mean, you have to have some sort of liability or insurance clause for people that buy guns. And I, I think that's a fair thing to apply to people. I would assume they have an insurance. I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Maybe it already exists. I mean, there's a lot of laws that I don't know about that are state by state. So a lot of people that said, oh, this needs to be done in this same way. Well, a lot of states actually have a lot of those restrictions in effect, like, uh, you know, the, the gun show loophole and all these other mm-hmm. things for people to get access to weapons. There's, I, from what I understand, there's a lot of states that actually do block stuff like that. But, you know, there's other states that don't. So what are you going to do? You got you to gotta play your, you know, gun right issues one at a time i mean this is this is one of those subjects that you know there there needs to be a little bit more of an all-around you know taking a look at this we've had 30 plus gun related tragedies since uh the sandy hook thing or something like that well i don't know that might if if two or more people get killed i think that's what the qualification was uh, based on what uh you know someone who's against guns they find their qualifications and do it if you take a gun person they probably have less you know different qualifications so you know but if you you just want to use the major ones you're talking about let's say about the major ones yeah they're obviously sad and they're a tragedy but statistics show that places with looser gun laws meaning you know the conceal and carry or i can have a gun or whatever they have lower crime rates so on the one hand you're making it easier for a psycho to get a gun on the other hand you're lowering crime rates you know chicago's got one of the strictest gun policies in the country and it's a fucking cesspool of fucking violence it is a cesspool so yeah how do you rate it? How do you decide? I don't know. Gun. I, I have such a blasé view on guns. I don't. It's something that when I talk about it, it's like, eh, whatever. It's it's been an interesting topic for me to talk about for a long time because you know I was held up. I, did I know that? I don't know. Did you know that? Maybe my house was broken into back when I was uh, in 1994, 1994, or 93. I was 14 years old, so it was 93, and. My house got broken into, and a young kid, who was probably my age at the time, so when you think about that, I was 13 or 14, I was being held up by a kid my age, yeah. and he put a gun to my forehead, Okay. and he's like, what you going to do, oh, motherfucker, you know, that kind of shit, and I was like, I'm not going to do anything right now, come on in, you know, so one of those situations, I'm like thinking, wow, that, I could have been a stat right there. Sure. Because this kid obviously got the gun from either his family who owned one or he got it, you know, illegally. Mm -hmm. So when you experience something like that, you kind of go, man, we got to figure something out because no 14 year old kid should have a fucking access to a weapon like that. Sure. So, but you know, you look at, and that was 1993, way before any kind of, uh, I, my daily disaster. My dad had a gun. Mm hmm. For the entire time that I lived with him. Now, why didn't I take that gun and commit a crime? Because I had access to it. I don't the know. The answer is... It's a good question. I, mean, I was raised... Yeah. Well, my parents weren't fucking idiots. They weren't abusive. They weren't drug addicts. They weren't criminals. They weren't in and out of jail. They fucking raised me in a good household. So you want to point to... the. We'll talk about the root problem. Why does a 14-year-old kid come to your house? Was this when you were in Darien or was this? No, this is Bellwood. Doug. Okay. Yeah. Why does a 14-year-old kid come to your house, put a gun to your head? Because his parents are assholes. You could say that. 
That's my theory. I'm standing by it. It's a good theory. You can't make any argument against it because I don't know the full situation. So I, I mean, you can say it's a, it's pretty plausible that uh, his parents are he, assholes. He, he's got some sort of uh, family issues and all that other shit. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, and the kid's a douche. I've seen you can make the same argument for this fucking kid whose parents, you know, were well, well to do. He's got a what a beamer and all. But this that other doesn't shit. make your parents good parents. It doesn't make your parents good parents. But at the same time, just looking at this kid, access to fucking video equipment to put shit on YouTube, like yeah, he's like, spoiled. He was a spoiled kid. You would imagine his household didn't have. Uh, just even the same level of poverty as the people that I lived with growing up. Like, so what makes that dude? Poverty doesn't make you an asshole. I don't know, dude. Poverty can make you a pretty big fucking asshole. I mean, if people make people I'll steal. People, like, did you look at the kid? Would you classify him as a good looking dude? I would. I actually okay. thought it was a handsome and dude. And he was a 22 year old virgin. So you right. went, and, you and went and to college. He, you went to college. How tough is it? in a drunken stupor to fall into sex. This was the the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. Because he's obviously, a, how big of a tool does this good-looking dude with all that money have to be to not get laid? So, I mean, we're obviously not going to solve the gun issue, but let's take a look at the other shit that happened when this dude was like, oh, this bitch won't sleep with me, this bitch won't sleep with me, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like... You're saying it's mandatory no, that bitches like, should have to sleep with him? Okay, I I, I, I noticed <laughs> something that it was kind of like, there's a whole subculture that I didn't even know about. Um, of people I was having watching, sex? Huh? No, these these uh, these young men. That <laughs> You're were, trying to be serious, and I'm just I, yeah, funny. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, these young dudes that are like, I, I can't get laid, therefore women are the problem. Well, yeah, that's... And there's, like, these bulletin boards and shit like that that he was going on. We call these, that the pose gay. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Fuck beep. That was his entire attitude. You don't have to beep that. You know what? It really was when you think about it. Like, what's wrong with them? Oh, she's a bitch. It, like, no, you're out of shape and you're loud and you're obnoxious. I, and I, you're a jerk to people. I found that incredible. Like, this dude went on a shooting spray, spree because he thought everybody else was wrong. Right. And that's because of, of the women. And you go back to parenting. It's a sense of entitlement. Don't tell me that this generation now, this young generation, like oh, these twenty some year olds, yeah. don't have a sense of entitlement. Hey. I deserve X. I shouldn't have to pay back my student loans. Well, it's a fucking loan. That's why it's <laughs> called a loan. It's not a student gift. It's called a student loan. If you can't pay it back, I understand the struggle. Find a way to to get it reduced or whatever you got to do. But don't say you shouldn't have to. Hmm. You don't, the world does not, my message, You. the world does not owe you fucking people anything. You have been given. You're talking about you were, a guy trying to get laid, right? I'm talking about anybody that age. You were born in one of the greatest countries for opportunity ever. You want to go, you want to have a fucked up world, go to that African country where they're kidnapping the girls to sell them as slaves. Go to up. fucking Russia where it, the country's basically run by the mafia. It is the finest country ever. Yeah. Go somewhere else in the world where you aren't afforded the opportunity. Everyone's given an opportunity. I don't care where you were born, what color you are, what your religion is. You're given an opportunity. Sometimes it's unbalanced. Sometimes you're born and your parents got mega millions, and it's like, fuck, that's beautiful. You know, sometimes you're born, your parents don't have a lot of money, but you still have the opportunity. You have the opportunity to go to a free high school, get straight A's, get a scholarship and go to college. 
You are given that opportunity, okay? Mm. Anyone who gets straight fucking A's in high school can get a scholarship in college if you don't have the money. Anyone can get student aid. They gave Jonah a loan. My They'll dad, give anybody a loan. My dad got student aid to okay. go to college. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Anybody. You are given the opportunity. Some people might have a little bit of a tougher road to get that goal, and that's life. Yeah. If, it's, if it was all meant to be equal, we'd all be one color, one race, one size, one, you know, if we, if we want to be a bunch of fucking robots, you know, that's what you're looking for. But you're all given an opportunity. Nobody owes you fucking shit. So don't complain to me. And that's Luke's final word. On and don't it. complain to Nick because he'll tell me about it and then I'll be pissed. <laughs> Suck a dick. Do the fucking job. Well, that kid, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm glad he's dead. And uh, I would have given him a death penalty if he wasn't. So let me respond to <laughs> something that happened earlier. That's my manifesto, by the way. That's your manifesto. All right. So uh, one of our other listeners uh, was taking me to task for, whatchamacallit? Um, the death penalty? The death penalty. And I don't have to read all these texts and everything like that, but I'll give you the gist of it. Um, the the immediate response was he thinks it's really messed up that I would allow somebody innocent to get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, you know what? That is a statistic that is probably really, really small. But I hate to say it, it will happen. I would much rather see 99% of true murderers get put down mm-hmm. and have that 1% be a sacrifice. As is your right as an American. As, and, and you know what? I, you can question my morals on it, but my morals are consistent because well, when, I, when I took him to cast, I gave him the old death penalty conundrum. And the death penalty conundrum for all of you out there that are listening is, uh, do you support the military going into other countries and getting in fights with other militaries from other countries? Because if the answer is yes, then you are effectively supporting the death penalty, just not in the same method that you think it is. It's See, not a judge, it's, jury. I think it's a false analogy. It's not a false analogy. I think I, it's a hundred percent false analogy. All right. Well, let me finish, and then you can explain how it's false. But I'll tell you how it's right, real quick. I disagree. Yes. All right. If you're going in another country with your military, which you support with your taxes, all right, and these uh, military folks of the United States will drop a bomb on, say, the opposing team. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be collateral damage. Every now and then, a citizen will get killed that had nothing to do with the conflict. They just happen to be living in the area that we're conflicting with. Mm-hmm. This goes back to the 1% of the people that are in the unfortunate jail system that will get convicted of a crime that they did not commit. So you're calling them collateral damage. Yes, collateral damage. I'm using terrible terms that I would never, ever say in other resp- uh, respects. But at the same time, this is what I believe. I support the military. I support the death penalty. My argument's consistent. I don't think you can realistically say that I don't support the death penalty. And here's his other argument. He's like, it's two to three times more money. And that was your argument with me last week. No, 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 that was an argument. It was just a supporting point. A supporting point, but I don't think it supports your disdain of the death penalty any less if it was free. I guess that's my point. If if you t- if I told you, I that think that's it, a better point. The yeah. free one, if it was free, better, it's not going to change your mind. Is a better point. Yeah, that's I, a, yeah. that's a more. See, so here's, are you done? Are you done with your point? Oh, oh you, you you can tackle the military one. Okay, the like. military. Well, first of all, support is a very broad term. Okay, so no, I mean, you I can't don't... say support the military. 
Well, yeah, of course I support the military. They're defending our country. Mm-hmm. So if you say, well, no, I don't support the military because of the death penalty, well, then you're, it's a very broad term. Yes, okay. it is. So that's how I trap you. You know, you ask me, do I support the military? Yes. Okay. Do I support us fighting a war that there's collateral damage? Okay, well, can you say we shouldn't have been in World War II because there was collateral? So I, if, I'm, if I think we should be in World War II, I have to support the death penalty. That's why it's a false analogy because World War II is a very justified war. We were attacked first. There was a lot of collateral damage because we don't have the smart bombs we have now that can hit a target based on a laser pointing mm. at it, okay? There is very much less collateral damage. That's why the, the fucking suicide bombers and the car bombs, those get a lot of collateral damage because they're very unspecific. But do I support our military fighting wars? If the war is justified. All right, so, okay? I, so I, you're, I like you're, the word you're using, justification. You know, are we attacked first? Is our cause noble? Are we defending a people that can't defend themselves? All right. That's now, if we are attacking for financial gain, imperialistic gain. You mean like the last two? You think Afghanistan was a financial imperialistic gain? It could be, man. I We're fighting be. for a fucking mountain region. <laughs> no. Iraq? Yeah. Iraq was a fucking, <laughs> you know. Did we topple? Did we topple a? Did we topple a fucking? An asshole, yeah. Did we topple a, a very cruel dictator? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there was, you know, is, again, I'm, is, I'm happy. Did, he's was were, did they attack us first? No. Did he have the weapons that they thought we had? That we thought they had? Right. No. But hang on, I, I think you've made your point. That's what I don't think at. I did. All right. Uh, and just real quick, but did we think he had those weapons? The CIA said they had the weapons, and Saddam in his interrogations... Oh, you have a phone call now. Nope. Saddam in his, <laughs> in his interrogations said, I wanted you to think I had weapons so that I would appear strong to Iran. Uh, That's it. All so, right, all right, all right. I, I, I get I'm not justifying saying. that war. I'm just saying why. All right. Well, I, that was, that's all come from my little snide comment, but let's, let's take, a, take a look at what you said, like World War II, there was a justification. So let me ask you this as a... a, a, a non-supporter of the death penalty Uh is there any reason somebody should be put to death in our current jail system any reason that you can think of where somebody should get the death penalty like yes i mean you don't support it but you if you can come up with a reason now listen so you know i'm not an activist yeah i'm not saying you're gonna go outside and i look at the death penalty i look at the death penalty and if they abolished it, I would probably go, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, you wouldn't, okay. <laughs> you're not beating a drum. But if it's the law and they are putting people to death, yeah, I think there's people that qualify for that. If that's the law and you're asking me if people qualify for that, fuck okay. yeah, they do. But I'm just talking about Luke's opinion. Is yeah. there one, well, any, I'm saying, any reason that's what that I'm you saying. think somebody should be put down? Because like I'm not so far on one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, of course, there's people, if that's the law. Okay. But I will never, if they abolish the death penalty, I would never be like, oh, this guy needs to be killed. No. See, I think this is what I do. I do believe there's a reason to put somebody down if, you know, they are a reprehensible human being. All yeah. right. I watched the thing last night on Heinrich Himmler. So, oh, yeah. See, that goes right or World War II. You say it's a justified war. Yes, we can go in there and we can do this because it feels justified. These are terrible people. And unfortunately, innocents will get hurt when we're doing the right thing, all right? So my point to him was he thinks there's no reason there should be the death penalty, yet he supports the military action. 
So I would pose the same question. Is there any justification you can think in your brain in the current legal system that yeah. somebody should be killed? Well, yeah, I've said that. You I've do. Said, you I've, do. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking through the microphone. Because I want his brain to swirl that around for a second. Well, because the second you think about it, you really can't justify one without agreeing with the other. At least in my opinion. Because if you can find a justification for killing one person, then, you know, that's Well, the no, because then you'll get into the whole self-defense argument. We were attacked. There you go. There's our bark. Standard operating procedure. Hey! Oh! Shut up. Um, you know, we were attacked in World War II. We were attacked. We weren't attacked in World War One. Yeah. We were attacked, but there was a letter that went. I'm not going to go into the whole history. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. were attacked. Now, if Franklin Delano Zagrosi was president, <laughs> he'd argue with the bombs. <laughs> he would have said, "Oh, it's okay. You want Hawaii?" I'm not going to fight back. I argue with Jeff Zagrosi. We've gone into the whole, you know, Jeff will not. For three hours we, about yeah, that Yeah, we Iraq sat war. there. We created these yeah. scenarios where he would have to be violent and he wouldn't do it. Yet your brother-in-law, Brendan, in one night got him to shove him yeah. by pushing his buttons. I, 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 I applaud you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was a supporter of the Iraq war when it started. I'm a, I voted for Bush in 2000. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my politics are not swayed by a political party i vote with my conscience of what i believe at a particular moment yeah. and that's the way i think everyone should treat politics you don't stand with a party you stand with your ideals and stick with those because i think it makes a lot more sense when it comes down to this particular topic i think i'm fairly consistent and there were some other points that he had in here about socioeconomic and blah 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 blah, blah. but nah, you know fuck, that fuck you know, again that's yeah. not really it really comes down to if you don't believe it because it, it is you're morally against it that to me I applaud you. Stick with that argument because it's the only one that really makes sense to me. Other than that, you know. Well, I, morals are people use morals as a, a. It's a crutch. Well, not a crutch. <laughs> people use it as Get over a, your morals. You'll do it a lot more fun. I'm going to talk about my morals, but then they shoot down other people for using morals. Yeah. Your ideals are are based on your morals. He agreed with you, Luke. It was nice because he usually doesn't like to agree with you, which was really fun. So. I'm I'm a likable guy. <laughs> All right. Well, that nonsense is out of the way. Um, oh, Oof. whatever. Tell him to go occupy something. Go occupy. Does he have a tent in back at I the bar? I think so. Yeah, he's got it right behind the bar. Is <laughs> so Michael he's Moore? Got, he's got the little drums. <laughs> is Michael Moore his hero? Uh, I think Michael Moore is nobody's hero except for McDonald's. So. Um, <laughs> Um, but with the, uh, the, the shit that I saw this morning, one was, um, about the Redskins, mm-hmm. how they should change their name. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on that one. Uh, it is a pretty bad name. I, okay. It's a terrible, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's rewind a little bit. Do you remember the Washington wizards, what their name was prior bullets? There were the bullets. You mm-hmm. know why they were changed to the wizards? Probably because of fucking gun freaks. That's exactly what the. Uh, but they I, chose to name. I think their name. yes. They, the uh, the owner um, changed the name because one of his family members, I believe, was a victim of gun violence, and so he didn't want to associate the team with bullets, and so he changed the name. Uh, there was a just a backlash against people that wanted the tradition of the name of the team to be the Washington Bullets. This is right because the Washington Bullets are such a yeah, historic, long historic monumental team organization. I guess my point is those people obviously he was like fuck you, who cares? Well, and 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 they faded away. If the owner of the Lakers had someone that drowned 
did he change the name of the Lakers? <laughs> I just got the visual. We must stop these lakes. Oh, these lakes these are lakes. taking our children. It's a bunch of people. Just I'm going to pick some, you know, I mean, it, it's stupid. Well, the, the Redskins, all right. Let's 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 be honest. I mean, I think it's an offensive name, and I don't understand what is the, what's the big motivation to keep the name? Why does it, you know, there's no motivation to keep a Confederate flag up. I mean, who cares? Well, like, everyone says tradition. Is it wrong? Tradition. Is it wrong? Analysis, this is an honest question. No, you go ahead. Is it wrong to go against something just because you don't feel like being told what to do by a group of fucking whiny bitches? Yes, I think so. I don't. I think so because it will eventually come back and turn in your face. If there will right, be me, something that you will be against that will eventually come to light and you become the whiny bitch. Right. And everyone will look at you like, well, fuck you. So if. I had a Confederate flag hanging outside, oh, and I'm just picking that. I don't know what. The <laughs> fuck. You know, I'm trying to think of something I do that would be offense. And that someone, would, yeah, I think I think you get a phone call. And someone knocked on my door and said, "Hey, um, a few of us, you know, in the neighborhood have talked, and you know, could you put the flag in back or something like? You know, it kind of represents." I would probably be like, "Yeah, okay." I think you'd if be a really people, small person would be like, "Okay." But if someone stood outside with a sign and was, you know, calling me racist and all that shit, I would fight to keep that fucking flag up like you wouldn't believe simply because I'm not going to be told to do what to do by a bunch of whiny fucking liberals. See, now I don't think it's even a liberal stand. Really? No. Why is that a liberal stand? You don't think that that okay, it's dude. liberals telling him to take his changes. Let's say it was any other racial slur that wasn't universal. And let's be honest, the Redskin one isn't really like this universal slur you hear a lot because I just said it without any kind of like, you know, well, that's a bad word. But there's got to be like a group of Native Americans who have protested the name for like the last. This has been in like the 30s. They've been protesting this name forever. And well, nobody listens to them because they're the, such a small here's minority. The, but here's the thing, though. It makes me laugh that, like, uh, University of Illinois, Fighting Illini, it's an Indian name. Yes. No, they I think it's different. The, but they that's had the chief the Illini Weck who mm-hmm. did the dance. The native dance, yeah, And yeah, it was yeah. done in accordance with the I tradition. Th- I, th- I want to say they tried to do it. They, uh, they, uh, got, they the, got rid of the them. tribe to they got rid of it and they still no, went out they them. still took yeah. the dance away. now like i said the redskins a pretty bad name that's bad yeah that's not even like we're the you know i mean fuck we're our hockey team's named after a, a indian tribe mm-hmm. the fact that that one has stood the test of time i mean if you're going to change it would it affect me do i care about the redskins yeah, yeah, yeah. no i do not well I do not I, I, i've been hearing it on sports talk radio now and right so i don't care about their tradition do I think it's pretty fucking offensive to a group of people that we basically took their shit? Yeah. I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm surprised I gotta... you think it's that offensive. I did, I thought you'd be like, whatever. Well, I am yeah. like whatever because it's not my fucking fight. You know, like I said, I'm not a I'm not an activist. I don't get involved in I don't sit no. there and why we do this silly shit. If I beat the drum for every fucking thing that was offensive that yeah. I thought that I looked at logically and said, eh, it's pretty fucking offensive. Let me break. What the fuck? I'm living my life here. I'm sorry that you guys are. They have a football team named after something offensive. I hope you can get it changed. So we got a team That's right in the our backyard, the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. 
and I want to say there's never been a protest. There might, there might, there might be a. I, I can't say never, but I've never heard of it. I'm sure there People has been going because, after the Blackhawks because there are fucking tools out there that will that but, will fucking protest anything. Well, I so. I think the only thing was that that got under people's skin like a couple of years ago was they had like this slogan called commit to the Indian. Yeah. And that was the one they're like, dude, what the yeah. fuck does that yeah, mean? But, yeah, and I didn't think of it that I didn't even think that was out offensive, but, no. but um dude, like, Dreamworks Films got a letter from PETA telling them to change their logo with the dude the kid fishing. Oh, fuck PETA. I don't okay. people eating Not even like animals. realizing he's fishing for dreams because Dreamworks Okay, so people will protest anything. Can I do a sidebar on PETA real quick? I think it was Allison that told me this. PETA is against people getting, I want to say it's penicillin or something like that because it, it comes from, like, animals, and I'm probably fucking this all up, but then the, 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 the president of PETA was getting penicillin treatments, and she said it was okay for her because, you know, she's helping protect the fight. She's fighting the good fight. No, I didn't see that. But so, uh, I, I, it, I could be I would, screwing I would, that all up. I would address that hypocrisy if I knew. But I'm just like, talk about just fucking, yeah, fuck PETA. It's like, they're, yeah. they're so stupid. Just That's what I mean. If we all could kind of come generally to the middle, there'd be so much more happier. That's why I get so mad at the fucking extremes. And I'm talking about all, you, I could talk about that Anne Hesh? Couchier, whatever <laughs> the fuck her name is, that cunt that says all kinds of <laughs> shit about I don't know who you're talking that about shit, but real real fucking conservative like she'll oh, and, fight and, and Coulter yeah Coulter she'll guys. fight she'll fight any liberals are demons because <laughs> she thinks she has to be 100% on one side and then the other extreme you have the fucking weirdos that get intense and 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 Michael Moore goes out there that fucking pig and rails against the 1% and about how we're ruining the environment but he flies around in a freaking private jet oh you've already railed on michael Moore. yeah but that's that that fucking pig hypocrite i hate that guy i hate that guy i would punch him right in one of his necks so if they sleep together they'll have one perfect human being people at those extremes <laughs> that do that shit like the occupy wall street you accomplished nothing okay you did nothing i hope somebody's listening i hope the message gets spread you did Nothing. Only Ernie's listening. Nothing changed. Well, Ernie like thinks like me, so (laughs) I want you to know. I want you to know. You putting up tents and fucking partying for two weeks in front of Wall Street. I think the Occupy move is pretty dead, dude. No, they still fucking do. You see, I see the shit on Facebook. I thought the Tea Party was dead, but they're still around too. So, but they did nothing. Fucking dancing. But they they got all this news coverage. Hey, we don't have jobs. That was their news coverage. How are all these people out at one one o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> That's it. I used to say that about Cubs fans, though. So because we have good jobs. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What the fuck were we talking about? Oh uh, shit! Oh, know. the Redskins name. Yeah. All right. Here's my solution to the idea. Right. So uh, we were just talking about the Blackhawks. You know, I again, I don't think there's too many protests. Uh, the Braves. I think it's a classy name, actually. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's a good sounding name. That's I think it's a positive. And Warriors. Then you have the uh, the fighting Illini. See that to me sounds awesome. The and fighting Irish. See, I was, I was I always used to make because I used to be. Why can't they have the Redskin name? I was pro Redskin name mm-hmm. back when I was in high school. When I've had this debate for years and years, and I was like, look at the way they draw the little fucking Celtic dude in the. Uh, for the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. and like he looks like a little leprechaun. Do you think Irish people enjoy that? And not one Irish person went like, "Dude, I, you're stupid." That's I'm mad that there's no fucking Italian names. 
The fighting paisans. <laughs> that would dynamite be dagos. Yeah, yeah, it was racist. No dagos offensive. Yeah, that's very offensive. Dago or I go. I'm Italian too, so I can say that. See, that's hey. my word. But I have I, new, I have new tires for my car. Why can't they just? They find... go through snow. They go through through rain. <laughs> and when they go flat, they go wop wop wop. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Racist. Why don't why don't they just name it after a local tribe that's there? I don't know. They could keep the logo the same. With you, the, you know, you know the, how you keep your stress down about racial issues. Hmm. Say these words after me. Oh, I'll try. I'm, okay. I'm not getting upset. I just I, it's how I keep my stress down with racial issues. Ooh, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's how you win arguments too. I don't give a fuck. Well, there you go. We we solved that problem too. Yeah. I don't know how many more issues we had. I don't even know what fucking. We've been talking for an hour. If you can believe that shit. Jonah story of the week. Jonah story of the week. I think I'll take the reins on this one. Okay. You can support. Were you? You were there at this. You yeah. were there. <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas, two thousand and seven. Two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. Yeah. Um. Uh, we were there for uh, a bachelor party, and um, this actually takes place after the Cisco story that we had mentioned a yes. while back. So uh, I can't remember the it place we, we ended up going. Ch- uh, we went to Cheetahs. Cheetahs. Okay. It was an adventuresome night. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fucking stories from that night. But um, there was a huge group of us that went to Cheetahs. I'd say there were about uh, 15 to 20 guys, if I'm not 30. mistaken. Wow, is it really that yeah. many? And uh, we all pile in. And I do remember when we got to Cheetahs that they tried to square us off in this little VIP section. Yeah. And they're like, all right, for uh, $10 a guy, we can put you here. And then I think we we all sat there. Spilled out. And and we sat there and like, this is $10? Fuck you. Yeah, it was like this giant booth. I was like jammed in the corner. I'm like, this is exciting. (laughs) But it was at that moment that I I noticed our good friend Jonah uh, was three sheets to the win at this point. He had about one eye shut. Yeah. And he stumbled up to the, uh, the area where the ladies dance right at the stage. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, there was... Because a, he likes art. <laughs> he was just very appreciative of the art yes. that he was seeing in front of him. Yeah. And this lady walks up... One dollar at a time. Uh, a, a, a lady entertainer. And she's got... Um, she was a brunette. That's what I remember. And uh, she's wearing a thong and nothing else. And she's talking to him. As she should be. And she's dancing on the stage and she's talking to him. And I just see this shit-eating grin go across his face. <laughs> and she's whispers something into his ear, which I don't hear. As I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Because I, he, uh, I don't know if she's asking for like a lap dance or something like that. But yeah. he just is smiling. Yeah. And so she gets away. And then she's done with her like stage shift. And she comes around and they start chit-chatting. I'm like, all right, where the fuck is this going? So I go up and get one of my $17 beers from the bar. And then I go back and... You know, I enjoy the rest of the night, but he does not get away from this girl. Mm-hmm. They're talking and talking and talking, probably for a good solid 30, 40 minutes. And I think this is when everyone started piling out of the place. Yeah, we were leaving. We were we, they, they gave us a, uh, like a party a limo. bus. Yeah. And the party bus is, uh, the party bus limo is like, hey, we're going to take you back to MGM. Yeah. So everybody in our group is patting each other on the shoulder, like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. Because the bar has, cl- let's the bar- be honest, a strip club has its, entertainment for like expiration yeah pretty big i'm like all right yeah it hath run its course yes it was like yay you You kind of go in and go woo, and then you go yeah it's gonna uh my uh one of my uncles (laughs) i can't probably edit that but um 
he he always said I never got the point of a strip club. It's like somebody that give, you sit down at a restaurant and they put a steak in front of you and they said, "Nope, can't have it." But doesn't it look great? Yeah. And it's you know, it's a pretty good analogy. It's a good so. analogy. So we're patting everybody on the but shoulder. But the steak doesn't grind on your crotch. We have we have uh, John Garza and Jonah in the same area. And I walk up to Jonah and I was like, hey, man, we got to go. And he turns around. He's like, hey, man, hey, I think this girl really likes me. And <laughs> all right, if you're a dude and you've actually heard your buddy say that sentence, that's. It's alarm bells. That's the fucking just the red light goes you off. You take his wallet away. Yeah, you because they're not in the right mind anymore. Yeah, take his ATM card, take his wallet. If she really likes you, she will she will comp you for the rest of the night. This is going to diverge into a Ray Wozlewski story because I've actually seen a guy get hit on by a stripper and that was actually reality, which was yes, pretty Yes, but Ray is Ray is very Ray handsome. Is, Ray, is, Ray is Ray. What are you going to do? Ray's a dick for being handsome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to tag him in this episode so he knows to listen. He, he's just going to be like, yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I'm talking to Garza, and I'm like, hey, man, we get the fuck out of here. And he's like, go get Jonah. So I tap him on the shoulder again. I'm like, hey, man, we got to fucking go. He's like, back up off me, man. I'm trying. We're talking. I go back to Garza, and I was like, hey, dude, he's not coming. He's like, tell him to get his ass over here. So I go back to Jonah. I'm just getting ping pong between these two dudes. And I'm like, dude, the fucking bus is leaving. We're going to go. He's like, then fucking go. I'm staying here. Dude, you can't stay at a strip club by yourself. He's like, no, 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 dude. It's fucking cool. I go back to Garza. And this is, I'll never forget the way he said it. So I'm like, dude, Jonah don't want to leave. He said he wants to stay here. Well, fuck him. And then... (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty standard. <laughs> and then he's explaining to me in the car. He's like, how many times did you ask him? I was like, I asked him three times. He's like, that's all you fucking ask. After three times, he's on his own. He's yeah. a big boy. And I was like. You you, you, uh, you obliged your friend obligation. Yes. And you know what? See, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll yell at me for stating some of the points of the story wrong. But I don't know how much of in his right mind he was. But I wasn't in my right mind. Right, you know what I'm saying? We I got, were all jabbers, Jack. Just it was. I'm. I was drunk enough to be happy, but also sober enough to know to get the fuck on the bus. Yeah, like I got to get on this bus because this is the last train to Clarksville. So we uh, we get back to MGM. It's a special kind of drunk when you think the stripper likes you. <laughs> Another T-shirt. So we get back to the MGM Grand or whatever. We <laughs> I kind of like that for a T-shirt. Yeah. It's a special kind of drunk when the stripper like when you think the stripper likes you. We get back. Oh, it was uh, Monte Carlo. Yeah, they, they dropped Carlo. us off in between because we had the one room at MGM and then Monte Carlo was everybody so staying. I think the girls were doing some bachelorette thing. And, yeah, I don't which know. probably got out early. And uh, at this point, it's probably like two in the morning, and I'm I'm done. Yeah, like you got so much alcohol in your system, you're just like, uh, fuck it. And I got back to the room, and Allison was already there. And our friend Kate, who would, uh, was sleeping in the other bed next to Jonah. So, uh, voicemails aside, because I didn't know about the voicemails until well right, after right. this happened. Yes. Uh, you can just segue in and say Jonah got Jonah ended up leaving without his wallet and got yeah, lost. Yeah. <laughs> his wallet was did he give his wallet with him? But it was empty. So let's just say the um, 
the relationship that he thought was going to happen was blossoming. It was blossoming. The, like his one true love, uh, it never panned out. <laughs> yeah. And he he decided that he would uh, now walk home from yes. the north side of Las Vegas, yep. past the stratosphere. Yes. Which I don't know if you've been on the north side of Las Vegas and walked around. I have. I. I wouldn't suggest it. I, I, I think that there's some socioeconomic statistics that relate to that area. Especially looking the way Jonah does, I wouldn't suggest it. Yeah. This big, goofy bastard well, walking he, down the street. How drunk he was. I mean, if it was 1,000 steps to walk back, Jonah probably took 3,000 steps because he was going side to side. <laughs> okay. I was pointing. I, I walked from the Luxor to the Stratosphere last November before you went to Las Vegas for my... Uh, Mm-hmm. for my warm-ups for, for the big race. That took, I mean, going through all the little cues and everything, yeah. over an hour. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's fire. It's ridiculous. But, so yeah. I can only imagine at 3 in the morning, blasted off your ass how he got back yeah, no to idea. the hotel. And I, got a, I, I have to get a refresher how he actually got back. I think he found a cab. He wrote, he found, oh, yeah, and he wrote, okay, that's what he, 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 he wrote his uh, hotel room on his hand. And he, he says he remembers shoving his fist in the cabbie's face. He's like, take me there. <laughs> Didn't he write the wrong room or something? No, though? he got the right room oh, on okay. it. It was, it was me that lost my room one time. But um, he got back to the, to the room. And if you've ever stayed in any kind of hotel room, you know it gets pitch black inside of it. Where you, if you have the, the drapes closed, there's like no light whatsoever, yeah. except for like maybe the digital numbers on the clock. And fucking we see this door fly open. And the silhouette of Jonah. And everybody music, wakes, music of angels yeah, playing. Every, ah! Everybody wakes up and there's this like yellow light behind him. He's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> he, walks, he walks into the room and he's still he's got the front door open. So he he walks into the room and he stands over the bed where Kate is like trying to struggle and figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. He looks at the bed. And you could just see him pulls his shirt off. I'm out! And he jumps on the bed and just <laughs> lands dead on Kate. And I use this now. It sounded like a wet ham hitting a table. <laughs> and, then, and this, me and Allison are watching. This, and then we just hear this like kate's a small little girl so, yeah and he like he completely engulfed her it was like just on top of her and we just hear oh he's so sweaty <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and i it, it had to have been 30 seconds later he's snoring just like a pig just like He's already done and we just keep hearing her like oh, oh just struggling to get from underneath him and uh, that's his. That's the he's so sweaty story from Jonah. I always and see these stories actually continue into the next day. Yeah, it's but, classic. You know, we'll tell the, we'll the, tell the extension later. Well, the extension of that story is we no, actually no. have old, the voicemails. Old, old. Yeah, and just just real quick. I, I mean, we uh, Jonah called us when he was lost in Las Vegas. This is the first time he ever got lost in Las Vegas. It's sad that you have to say I, I was lost in Vegas twice, but <laughs> he called us. and There I, were no I, lights to walk to. I, if I can find the voicemails, I'm going to put them on a future podcast. I have to find them. Oh I know I got God. them somewhere, but it's it's probably like 10 minutes of him just mumbling. I'm lost. I don't know where I am. He's talking like Hunter S. Thompson, and you can hear people in the background like, 
what the fuck is this game? You know, just, oh, whoa, somebody pick me up. I'm lost. <laughs> That's our Jonah. He's, a, he's so sweaty. He's so sweaty. A wet ham hit the table. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> Sloth. Good. That's a good Jonah story of the week. He's our friend. We make fun of him. Well, man, you got anything else today? I want to use your hot tub. Okay. It looks very entertaining. I hear it going in the background. That's the air conditioner. And the that? washer dryer. Oh, okay. Well, no, wanna, I'm good. You want to make fun of Jimmy before we go? Just because? We had a whole episode of making fun I know, of Jimmy. But I know, but he, he, he got comfortable. He, well, sit, he sat through 60 minutes of this. Okay. Like, oh, they're not I will quickly make fun of Jimmy. <laughs> please, Polly. Please. Jimmy. Go get a disease, everybody. Bye. <laughs>